What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What is up? What's up? What's up? It's Johnny King with another episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. And I've got uh, a trio, a trio that I'm very, very honored to have on the podcast today. And uh, working from home, working from the gym, we're all com- coming at each other from different locations. And I have had the privilege of being on their Mad Men radio talk show, which is so much fun. They're doing, they're doing the real deal. And uh, I felt like I was just... Uh, you know, I got a long way to go to, to match the energy that these two have together. You guys are really good together. Um, Jason B. Kendrick, Kirk M. Samuels, brothers, thank you for being on. Um, I'd love to kind of get guys a little bit of information on on what you guys are doing, but uh, thank you for being here, first and foremost. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for being on our show. Thank you for inviting us to be on your show. Thank you for yeah. you know, continuing to help in the mission of uplifting uplifting men and, and making you know men better all over the world we're all doing it right i think it's uh men need all the support they can get um not only men that we're talking to but you and i and kirk <laughs> all of us we all need men it's good to be in in you know community with other strong men but why don't you guys just give uh the listeners if you don't mind a little bit more info you know your 30 second uh, elevator pitch on each of you and then tell a little bit more about the show itself i think it's so fascinating what you guys are up to all right kurt three two one go <laughs> nice no pressure at all i am kirk m samuels uh, and i am jason b kendrick and we are the mad men of masculinity that's right we're just real men having real conversations with johnny king on the becoming kings podcast for all that's y'all right. for all of y'all for all of y'all uh back in the day we uh you know, I so you know, since you mentioned personally, um, you know, I like to go by the moniker the intimacy incubator. Uh, my personal mission statement is um, you know, with strength, wisdom, gentleness, and mercy, I co-create a world of intimacy and unconditional connection by teaching and inspiring one million men how to live free from internet pornography. Um, and all of that spawns out of my personal story, you know, from from the from the rock bottom uh to my um to my revolution, personal, my awakening, my renaissance, my connecting with fantastic people, uh, my connecting with my freedom journey and realizing and discovering what that is and all the things that are underneath the hood of all of that. And and I began like a personal growth and discovery tour uh, journey. And that led me to some random, uh, maybe not so random uh, event one day, six or so years ago um where some people were talking or i don't even know if i was talking i don't know but anyhow i met this guy and uh you know this guy was like the if i'm the ebony he's the ivory uh of a lot of a lot of the same thoughts and a lot of the same things and we just had a dope conversation man and i was like man we should you know we should keep talking and we did and next thing you know we're like man we should record some of these conversations and you know about that you know i don't know five years ago or something like that we started doing Facebook live conversations. And then that parlayed into, uh, you know, that parlayed into over the air radio and YouTube and Facebook and all that other kind of stuff. And uh, so obviously the guy I'm talking about is the, uh, is the good looking guy on the screen. I'm the, I'm the, he's the looks, I'm the brains. Um, or I don't know, maybe, maybe that's backwards, but either way, you know, that led me to a, a lifelong friendship and partnership and uh, companionship and broship uh, with, with Jason, man. And, you know, and, you know, as, as, as the road continues, that kind of brought us here today, but yeah, that's, I mean, that, that's, that's how me and my guy just, you know, shouldered up and back to back and uh, you know, whatever comes out of these doors, as long as we stick together, we're okay. Kind of thing. And so that, that's uh that led me to this guy. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. <laughs> I, I was just going to say it's beautiful because I do feel like um, 
you know, there's a lot of guys who are having conversations. They're waking up, but but not too many of them are really taking the action that you guys have taken and then consistently stuck with it. Right. It's like starting a diet or going to the gym or like we, we can all like get really enthusiastic about it. But to actually have you guys fall through on it and keep building and the momentum, I feel like it's just it's still building, obviously. Right. And you guys are committed to Kirk. You're committed to the, the one million guys. I know, Jason, you've got your your mission statement. But do you just kudos to you guys, at least for all the getting through the, the challenges that come as a result of like, oh, man, like it's just a, a lot of struggles that come with building a brand and putting your voice out there. So just props to you guys. And I'm so grateful you're, you're here, Kurt. Thank you for, for sharing that. That's really cool. Jason, what, what about you, man? Well, I appreciate that. Actually, dovetails right into what I was going to say is like, you know, you got to have a squad to get through this life, especially as men today. And, you know, it was so fortuitous. I mean, it's kind of one of those divinely guided things where we were both at a, a mutual friends event. Kirk was speaking. She's like, oh, you guys need to know each other. So I gave him my book. He gave his book. We started chatting. And then I still, it's one of those things I don't know where the idea came from for us to record these conversations, but we, we would hang out for two, three hours at coffee shops or whatever, just talk through all these different things. And somehow we got the idea. I don't know if somebody else told us to, or if it just kind of popped in both our heads. We we're like, maybe we should record this. And of course, you know, granted, we, we look back now, five years later, like, I don't want to look at any of those old videos. You know, let's stick with the new stuff because, you know, there's, there's much better quality, much better quantity, you know, of, of information there. But it's just it's just a passion project and it's something i think we both were like you know we've been wanting to do these things we want to have these conversations we want to support men to have these conversations and us coming together with that same mindset really i mean i'm not as eloquent as he is when it comes to introductions i don't have all all of his intimacy incubator and his you know statement but i'm working on it you know I'm, i might get smooth like him one day but you know we're we're a good we're a good echo chamber we're good bounce off each other we definitely can get ideas flowing and, and I, what I love about you know being on your show is the fact you'd come on our show first and having guys like you that are in the, you know the grind doing the same things you know you have your books you have your men's groups you have other things and we're just here it's not about competition really when it comes to men's work it's really about co-promotion and that's what I love about this is he and I co-promote each other and then co-promote you and then anybody else we have on the show and it's not about you know competing and trying to put anybody down it's like you know like Kirk says all the time, the rising tide raises all ships, and that's healthy masculinity. Yeah, and I and I think too, just normalizing conversations that men can have and should have about emotions and about deeper stuff than just sports and work and women, right? So um, I think it's fun to to get together as as guys, and we, you know, I think men have a way of bonding through busting each other's balls but at some point it's good to kind of drop into our hearts and be able to have real conversations about porn addiction alcohol addiction um gambling or being in debt or whatever whatever things that we're really ashamed of right and i imagine um jason obviously knowing you for for years prior to knowing how much personal development work and and things like that that you've been into and kirk not knowing you as long but just knowing your uh your bio if you will knowing you put as much time into yourself as well having said that i think it's it's easy for for guys that could be listening or watching to this be like oh these guys man like they've got together they've got a show they've got books like i remember looking at those guys when i was like she's i'll never become that i don't you know it's just like those guys just happen together they're special they just had an easy ride or whatever which is so not the truth right definitely projecting my my judgments on that but tell if you get those if you don't mind each of you kind of telling a little bit of just the the struggle the mess if you will that has now turned into your message and and just to make it real in terms of okay you're not just getting through life unscathed you as, as a result of the pain that makes you who you are today. Kirk, why don't you go? go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, you, you kind of, you kind of hinted to it. And I firmly believe that man, your greatest message comes out of your greatest mess. You know, your greatest purpose comes out of your greatest pain. You know, my, my first book is about, you know, what it's like being addicted to porn from the inside out, you know, being the fish in the fishbowl, as opposed to the one that looks in and says, you know, here's what's going on. And, and so, you know, so I wrote it from that perspective. You know, the, the second book is is the one, you know, we, Jason and I, along with a couple other people actually collaborated on. And that's, you know, um, about modern dating, Seven Secrets of Modern Dating. And, and, and that comes out of our own experience as well. So, 
you know, it's not at all that we have our poop in a group. As a matter of fact, you know, we literally just operate out of, you know, out of the the journey that we're on. And, and you know, I think, you know, I think we all have a story and a million people need to hear that story. And, you know, I, I remember when I when I was, you know, neck deep, nose deep in my addiction, man, I remember being in a therapist office and I telling him that I felt like I was the only one and I was on an island. And he said, man, if if you're on an island, this is the most populated island on earth, right? I mean, and so a lot of us think that we're on an island. And it, and when Jason and I first met and when we started to talk and share our stories, I mean, this guy's from the South, I'm from back East. But when we started to share our stories, man, we had so much overlap in terms of our father journey, you know, our, our mom journey, just our journey through life and military and all these other kind of things, man. And, uh, and so when it comes, you know, when it, when it comes out of, or when it, when it, when it comes to, you know, to where we flow from or how we move, it's really out of our lack, not out of our lack in terms of it's out of our lack in terms of our journey, not out of everything that we've achieved in terms of success. And, you know, we've, got it all figured out. If anything, we have conversations about stuff we don't have figured out, but let's talk about it. Maybe we can figure it out together. Yeah, I, I resemble that so much because, I mean, my first two books, Up Over My Shoulders, Not Your Life at You, Lame has Got a Power Perspective, is all about looking at your life through a point of choice and, and letting go of the victimhood, which was something I still struggle with today. I mean, I wrote the books, we talk about it, but it's about looking at what is my trauma, what is my challenge, and how is that related to my purpose? Because, you know, in our darkest demons, we tend to find the light that, you know, like Joseph Campbell said, the cave you fear to enter is where your treasure lies. We are working on this day to day and we're just human beings. And I think that's where a lot of times the screens and, you know, the quote unquote notoriety can kind of get in the way because we tend to pedestalize those who are actually doing the work. And, you know, I mean, even uh, what is it, the man in the arena, poem, you know, that we get a lot of criticism of those who aren't in the arena. So it's nice to have your brothers in the arena with you who understand the fact that we're just human beings doing this. You know, a lot of our topics come from the things that we're struggling with day to day. It's not like, Oh, where do you come up with it? Do you have a list of things that you do you brainstorm? No. It's like what's going on with you today? Oh, let's talk about that. And to Kirk's point, you know, realizing we're not alone. I think that's the biggest thing for guys. Is that we get, as we get older, we get so isolated and having somebody to express their challenges, express their traumas, express what they're dealing with allows other guys to go, oh, me too. And I think that's the biggest thing is we were missing a lot of, because we've been told to be silent and to suck it up and to be man and, you know, to knuckle up and everything, we forget that we're, we're not as isolated as we think we are. It's we're more isolated in our head. And when we have the opportunity to say, hey, I'm struggling with this, and then other guys go, oh, yeah, I've struggled with that too, you immediately realize you're not alone. And I think for us that's really the kind of, big genesis of how we ended up doing this was like, you know, when he and I started talking and realized how much we have in common, we go, I bet you, it's not just us. I bet you a lot of other guys. And then we have like the men group and a lot of other men's groups, even the personal love and stuff we talked about. You find out if you get to talk to somebody one-on-one, that we're all struggling with the same things. We're all human beings and there's really aren't any new problems. It's just, how are we dealing with it today? Jason, I, I totally agree. And I feel like, again, it's it's easy for those of us to to kind of jump on to a podcast and <clears throat> just start giving advice or, you know, talking about how we work through things. Um, this just kind of came to me, but taking a different kind of take on things, I'm curious to ask you, Jason, like, what's something that is really relevant for you right now that you're working on in 2023 or this quarter or in your relationship? What's the thing that you feel like right now is most relevant for you to take your life to the next level where you're kind of struggling for me the biggest thing right now is to emulate the person i want to be and to try to vibrate and energetically get into that frequency of who is this guy i'm trying to be for most of my life i've been kind of waiting for permission from somebody like some higher being to go hey all right tag you're it it's time for you to go be bigger and do better and at 47 it finally kind of sunk in like hey I'm the one I'm waiting for. I've got to give myself permission. And so it's daily, you know, acknowledging the the negative thoughts, acknowledging the old patterns and, and the autopilot that gets me into all the bad habits and things that, that keep me down and, and having some grace and realizing, okay, I'm, I'm making incremental steps. At least I'm making steps. Maybe it's not this 
you know, huge leap into the future. And I'm, I'm that guy now, but knowing that I'm making the steps and then having somebody like Kirk and you and some of the other guys we know to kind of emulate and go, okay, I see how they're doing this. And so that gives me the courage to take these steps. Because for me, it's really about right now becoming the person I've been wanting to be all these years waiting for somebody to say, okay, now you're that guy. And so now I'm like, okay, obviously I have to say I'm that guy now and then do the work. How are you clear about, um, because I hear you and I know I've figured out my own remedy for this situation, but I know for years I knew that to be true intellectually, but operationally I was so, it was so easy for me to, to forget. And so I literally have had to write down and put it in front of my face a lot of like, who am I committed to being? Because my default into a, a, playing a small version of me was so easy, right? Um, how are you keeping that kind of at the forefront of your mind right now as you're just wanting to keep stepping in, step into that? Because I know it's just easy to fall back into old behaviors. How are you keeping that fresh in your mind? What's uh, really been working for me is actually getting to the ground level. I started, you know, testosterone replacement therapy and take a lot of peptides and going to the gym three times a week. I'm working on my diet, getting down to a base level of taking care of myself, plus having that mindset of I am going, I am that person. I'm not taking the steps to be that person, but really get, it, it was just, I'm one of those intellectual people where I can spin my wheels and be like, oh, well, if I can understand it mentally, then it's fine. But having to come to terms with, guess what, I'm a human being as well. I actually have to do the physical actions. And so getting to that base level of physical fitness and, and more meditation, more clarity on where it is I want to go and really being focused and, and present with what am I grateful for today? Like having the show with Kirk and, and having a brother in arms who I can do things with that keeps me focused. Cause that's what I realized for myself was that I was missing being an only child, growing up the way I did, being his last key kid and always kind of being mentally isolated having somebody that i know has got my back i got his back and we can do this together with it's like having that collaboration and having that accountability in even just the show but in so many other things like i know as i'm trying to improve myself he's got my back so i can kind of pull strength from that when i need it you know sometimes i need more than others and i'll call him up and be like hey i had this call with so-and-so and I, I need your feedback because i'm about to lose it okay he's got me but just knowing that he's there and that we have this mission together is really you know, giving me more of a concrete foundation than I had before. So invaluable. So invaluable. And I was thinking about that. It's one thing to have a mentor. And I've had mentors. I've been masterminds. I've looked, you know, going to Tony Robbins. You know, we've all probably gone to similar um, personal development courses and seminars and books and podcasts. It's another thing to actually have a like a partner, business partner, a spouse for sure. Um but I feel like things have leveled up for me too when I really realized that every single person that I admired and looked to, they always had someone like, you know, Steve Jobs had, what's his name in the background? Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And Bill Gates had, you know, so it's like everyone has their person who's kind of front facing uh, and then always someone who has, and I was kind of looking for, okay, who, who hates doing things in the front, you know, but loves, you know, Google analytics, you know, or who loves, you know, marketing and, and pay-per-click and all the, all the stuff. And I found that in one of my best friends and that has been such a, a better ride for me because it helps, like you said, uh, it's like a workout buddy, right? I always tend to work out stronger. So it's really cool that you guys have found each other and I'm sure your strengths and weaknesses kind of uh, dance together in, in beautiful ways. But I love that you said that, Jason, going to you, Kirk, what do you, what do you feel like um, asking kind of the same question as, Jason, what's what have you been working on that you're really leaning into right now that's been a challenge currently in your life? Yeah, uh, for me, it's um, it's I would say legacy and connection. Uh, I just turned 50 this year, um, and um, you know, that's significant in a couple of different ways. First of all, my father and his father died at 46, and the father before him died before that. Um, and so just breaking kind of those glass, those glass ceilings, uh, just on a rudimentary level is significant. Uh, but then beyond that, you know, and I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. Um, uh, but beyond that, it's like, okay, so what is the legacy I want to leave if today is my last day kind of thing? And, and even if that's small, man, I mean, even if, if my, you know, if my 
accomplishment, my purpose achieved today is a small thing. If this is the last time I am on a screen and record something, this thing will outlive me no matter what. This thing that we're doing right now, this recording, will outlive all three of us no matter what. So the significance of these kind of things has become more important to me in terms of what am I leaving behind for my grandkids, my great grandkids, you know, who will know the day that I died, right? And and all those kinds of things. And so, you know, when you're, you know, I, I like to think of it like this, you know, when you're gone, the only thing that won't be somebody else's is your DNA and your legacy, right? I mean, your spouse will be somebody else's probably, your kids can be adopted or raised by somebody else's, your your house, all your material, your debt, all that kind of stuff is going to be in somebody else's name. But your legacy uh, is the wake that you leave behind as you float your ship through this ocean we call life, right? And so, so that has become more significant um, in in terms of how I live my day to day, and and at least aiming to be a couple percent better today because of that. And then secondarily to that is is connection in terms of. I've realized in this phase of life, the thing I've been missing most through my entire life is connection and intimacy, um, which is why I put those in my, my my personal mission statement. Those That connection and intimacy, that's what I've been looking for my whole life. Every person that's addicted is looking for a connection to anything. I mean, every person that's addicted to anything is looking for a connection to something, right? I mean, and... and 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 every person that 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 is at the crossroad of should I end my life is void of connection and is void of intimacy in their life at that moment, right? I mean, they may have people in their life, but they don't have connection. And so when we have those kind of those two things, those two things are the things that sustain us from day to day, but those also are the things that that can that can outlive us, right? And what will people say about you when you know when they're looking at you in a box or when when you know, your picture's up in the front of some room or some church or something and slideshows. What do people say about you when you're gone? Those kind of things have more significance. And so, you know, so how I live my life day to day, things that I do, wanting to leave a name on something that will outlive me is important, something beneficial, hopefully. Um, but then also having connection and having relationship, man. I've, you know, I've in my life, I can honestly say I've had very few friends like Jason in my life. I mean, and I think, Every man needs non-sexual intimacy with other men. I mean, and I think every man, I'm going to say it again, needs non-sexual intimacy with at least one other man. And I mean, that's the depth. That's where the growth is. That's where, you know, it takes men to make men. That's where, you know, the proverbial iron sharpening iron. That's where we hold each other accountable or hold each other capable, as, as a buddy of mine likes to say. Um, all those kinds of things happens in the crucible of male non-sexual intimacy. You know, even when the two of us are just on a golf course, just hacking away at the ball and, you know, did you, did you find mine? Could you find mine? And all that kind of stuff. I mean, those are like moments, you know, you can't replace that kind of stuff because we have some of our dopest conversations, you know, while we're walking on a golf course somewhere between, between holes, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, that kind of stuff is is key and important, man. And my life is richer. I'm also about to get married here in a couple months, right? And I, I've been, this will be my third time. I've been in two weddings, but I've never been married. I mean, that's embarrassing to say, but it's true. I've never been emotionally committed to a woman in my life that I've said I do to. And this is the first time. So what kind of a legacy and connection do I want to leave in, in that kind of way? And so, you know, so all of those things kind of culminate into this stage of life and where I'm trying to go and where I'm trying to, to, to focus, you know, my life on, um, and, uh, and, and how I live my life when I wake up every single day. Oh man, <clears throat> I love that. And I think it's, it's profound. So many things that you said were, were profound. And I do feel like <clears throat> it's funny how we just, it's, it's hard to not slip into these kind of cliches, but me also being in my forties, it's like, man, you start looking at life a little differently when you're like, am I proud of what I've created? And am I proud of who I'm becoming to your point, Jason? And what type of legacy am I leaving? And, um, you know, if this is my last day, am I yeah, just proud of the man that I've become the print, the things that I produced, but when it comes down to brass tacks and I hear what you're saying, Kirk, like, but I guess I'm curious, like, what are you really focusing on even on a daily basis? I know you said it comes down to like the daily 
behaviors, but what are you specifically doing? Just so the guys can listen like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. That's really cool. So Kirk's doing that. Maybe I can implement that into my, my day-to-day life. How are you improving that legacy piece or whatever on, on a daily basis, a tangible basis, if that makes sense. That's, that's a, that's a great deeper question, a great follow-up. And specifically for me, um, it looks like having an intentional focus on relationship. I had a, a conversation just 24 hours ago with my fiance about something that I realized about myself in terms of, you know, growing up and even and for most of my life, I've never really felt special to most of the closest people in my life in terms of my family, kids, you know, sibling, all that kind of, I've had, you know, I've never felt that. And, and so, you know, opening up to her about some of those kind of deep wounds that I've had, that I've never talked about. Um, and, and focusing on, you know, when I, when I have conversations with my son, who's now in the Navy and, you know, encouraging him and, and telling him all the things that I wish I would have heard from my father before he passed. And, I mean, just literally, I mean, and, and, you know, Jason and I, we're, when are we playing golf? When are we getting together? I mean, having these conversations. And so in all these different aspects of my life, yeah, I go to work and I, you know, I make a living and, and all those kinds of things, but I am literally intentional throughout each and every day on deepening and strengthening my relationships with people. I was in the back of my car and I was a few pounds of pressure on my index finger from not being here talking to you right now. and I don't ever want to be back there again. That's not an option. How do I not get back there again? I make sure that I'm open and I'm honest and I'm transparent and I'm intimate with the people in my life. And so I literally wake up every day. Yeah, I I take care of my health as much as possible and all that kind of stuff. But I would say above, you know, above anything, I am more intentional about, uh, about being open, honest, vulnerable, and, and, and intimate in all the appropriate ways with the important people that are in my life. And it, and it, and it sounds so, I mean, it, it can, you know, I mean, to me anyway, it can sound so kind of out there and just kind of soft science kind of thing. You know, it's not like, okay, I get up and I do, you know, 37 push-ups and I run a mile and I, you know, it's not the tangible checkoff things, you know, but I invest in my, in my relationships you know, primarily I invest in, you know, my relationship with all the important people in my life. I, I invest in my relationship spiritually with my God. I, I invest in my relationship with myself, with a little boy that was crying in that closet when I was young. You know, I invest in all those relationships. And that's that's something that you got to be intentional about, because in a world of likes and loves, there's very little connection. And so you got to be intentional to, to do that in a 3d realm not just the 2d that the screen is man that's it's it's resonates for me too because i do feel like um the intentionality of life right whether it's you're intentional about your health and your physique to your relationship to uh the man you're you know working to become which is kind of obviously part of my brand and so much what you guys are doing too intentionality is so important because without intentionality you just you show up somewhere, but you don't really know where you're at, which is where I feel like a lot of men, especially with midlife crisis time, it's kind of like, where? How did I get? How did I fucking get here? What? What's going on? Because it's we were just going through life, checking boxes or following what our parents, you know, raised us to be, or society kind of like programmed us to to be, and then it's like, I but I didn't want this. Why? Why am I? Again, this. So I just to your point, like it's just the intentionality of being present in those moments when your kids or your fiance, congratulations, by the way, need you. It's being uh be willing to like, okay, I'm in I'm engrossed in something and Jason calls you and says, Hey dude, I gotta I gotta talk to you, you got a second, and you're like, Okay, I'm gonna be intentional. I know I'm gonna get back to this project, but brother, I'm I'm available for you. Versus be like, No, dude, sorry, I got I can't handle this. I gotta work on this, and then he feels like so it's just those little moments, seizing those little moments, I think, and being intentional. I think it's so important and going from the moment you wake up to the time you go to bed. Uh, I think it's beautiful. So thank you for sharing that. I think that, that gives a lot of rich content for guys to understand what they can do to implement that into your everyday life. So thank you. No doubt, man. We, you know, in this in this day of social media, we can be everywhere, but never really be anywhere. Um, you know, we can be all over the place. This thing is going to be all over the world. But are we really here? Like, where where am I? You know, I mean, that that's a profound question that we rarely ask in the mirror. Where we can be everywhere all at once. Everybody has a phone, 
where you can hit one button and speak to the entire world for the first time in history. But at the same time, it's like, but where am I? <laughs> you know, but where am I? It's, I mean, th those are so profound questions that we can get lost in just in our go, go, go social media expansion, 10x, you know, global platform kind of world. That's one of the things that we spend a lot of time talking about on the show is helping guys to come up with like their passion, their purpose, and their direction. And like for my side, and probably this will probably be another episode that we can dig into, but like I was always very big on the power perspective and like looking at your life through what if I chose this? What if I chose this crazy upbringing and these crazy parents and this crazy life and all this trauma? What did I learn from it? And where is it taking me? And, and really working on guys because you're completely right. So many of us, I'm guilty of myself, you know, I'm 40 year old boy going, Am I a man yet? Am, am, am I ready yet? And it's just because we didn't get the rite of passage. We didn't have this kind of traditional manly, you know, now you're a man journey. And so it's up to us to go, Okay, well, what has my experience been? What can I learn from it? What can I take that forward? And it keeps coming back to a lot of times your pain is your purpose. What can you share? with other men or other people, just the world in general, that helps them feel like they're not alone and that you can give them some of your experience so that maybe you can save them a little bit of time. Because, you know, there's guys on this planet, that's why the old, the old, old wise man is such a, a caretaker of wisdom because he's been around, he knows all the stories and he can save you some time if you're willing to listen. And it's a matter of time to be able for us to go, okay, I'm willing to listen to those who have some experience and are willing to talk about it. We talk to each other, we talk to you, we talk, I mean, we have all our books and all the other podcasts that we listen to because feeding our minds and our souls, and I'm going to steal Kirk saying he taught me this in one of his coachings, you know, there's three things, you got a scoreboard every day and you need three things. You got to feed your body, feed your mind, feed your soul. So you got to exercise, get one drip of sweat, that, that's so many points. You got to, you know, do your meditations, read the Bible, whatever your spiritual book is, and you got to do something that feeds your mind, whether it's personal development or whatever the book is. But when you can have those three things on your plate every day, know that these are the things I'm doing, it's sending you in the right direction. A lot of times you may not even know the end goal. You just know, I want to go in that direction. And as long as you're taking those steps, you'll get there. Or at least go, you'll start heading up the mountain. I mean, the path is windy, so sometimes you never know where you're going to end up. And you know, Johnny, if I can jump in here, man, give you some kudos, too. I was listening to your book, man, and I have been listening to your book, and, and uh, you know, to me, the and I'm not sure if this was intentional on your part, but um, I, I mean, I tend to see or hear or receive things kind of a few layers down anyway. And to me, just the the profoundness of the idea of becoming a king, it's like it's a journey that we're on. Right. Most of us didn't grow up around gray haired men. Um, and But most of us are getting to the point where we are gray haired men. You know, Jason has a lot more gray hair than I do because we all know that black don't crack. Um, and, and so, you know, I mean, it just is what it is. Uh, but at the same time, you know, so we find ourselves in these paradoxes of like, man, you know, I, I, I want to be there, but there's a journey to get from here to there. And so it's unpacking all of the concepts or, or several, a lot of the concepts involved with whatever that journey is. And so, like I said, man, I mean, for I, I think your 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 book, your platform, just the whole concept of all that is is, is acknowledging the fact that that there is a journey to there that that really there's no destination. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it's really not like a finish line and we're done and we just kind of put our hands up and, you know, chilling like a villain listening to Bob Dylan like that. That, that don't happen. It's a, it's a journey. And so anyhow, I just wanted to jump in there and just give you kudos on all that. Like I said, I don't know if any of that was intentional, but for me, that was some of the genius or is some of the genius kind of buried into, um, in, into all your production of all of that. Well, I appreciate it. And, and yeah, it was. And I think it's one of those things too, that's, you know, and I don't know how much you guys have done uh, of like Dr. Joe Dispenza. It's all those things where um, it, it's, it's like the simultaneous uh, connection between becoming and being like we all are kings like it's just i feel like a spiritual divine right uh that i believe god has bestowed on all it's just because we're all amazing unique you know ideas of god and simultaneously i feel like this three-dimensional human world you know those of us having a, a spiritual being have a human experience is about shedding limitations 
to express more of the fact that we are being. So it's becoming what we actually already are. It's just it's just kind of that kind of juxtaposition of of and that's exactly kind of what we're talking about. It's like just coming to realize and, and starting to and Jason, you're talking about it's like self-confidence of just knowing that I am enough. And as much as we're always looking at trying to pursue something in the future and get something that also kind of presupposes that you don't have it now. When in reality, to what you were saying, Kirk, like, man, gratitude and being in the moment is just like, that is the antidote, antidote to scarcity. It's just being wealthy right now because 10, 20 years from now, you'll have a great life and you'll be married and everything else. But you'll also probably look back and be like, oh man, I had less gray hair. And, you know, there's always, uh, yeah, there's so much that we can see and appreciate in our lives right this moment, even if we're in the pursuit of becoming more, if that makes sense. And I just feel like you guys do a great job of having the humility to bounce ideas off each other while still pushing each other for greater, seeing the king, if you will, in each other. If that makes sense. Absolutely. That's so we talk a lot about the inner child work, especially for men today, it's a huge thing. And I think to your point of we were born kings. I mean, when you look at a child, I mean, they have all the tools to be successful, they get trained out of them. And for a lot of us, that's it's not about learning something new, it's about unlearning all the things we were trained in to get back to who we really were and to unleash that little child, that 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 flame, that that passion that we all were born into, but got trained out of us and you know having these conversations helps us, I think, to realize that we're not the only ones and that we too have that inner child, that inner king that has been buried underneath the, the, the shoulds and here's your to-do list and here's how you become successful, quote unquote, in, in the world today. But getting becoming a man a lot of times comes down to the point of who am I going to listen to? Am I going to listen to them or am I going to listen to myself and my heart and unpack all those stuff and, and release that load of expectations that I've, I've accepted from my parents and the world society and get back to who am I at my core? What's really my passion and my, my, my purpose, my skill set and things I want to bring to the world. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. And, and I do feel like too, it's, it is, uh, the journey of, <laughs> like you said, um, not necessarily, ego death although that might be some some people's journey but it is just uh i don't know i, I love mark man i think it's mark manson um the subtle art of not giving a fuck and just the whole idea i think as we get older um and this i can't speak for everyone but I, i'll speak for myself uh and continue doing men's work the things that i cared about become less and less significant and which is kind of difficult, especially with like an online brand, because there's part of, I, I could care less about followers. And I'm like, why don't I care? I should probably care more because if I cared more about followers then I get more books sold and that's really going to bless people. But there's part of me that I'm like, I just have a few fucks to give. And some of it is actually healthy. And some of it I need to kind of look, you know, <laughs> at what maybe I'm scared of stepping into. So along those lines, what would be for each of you an area of your life that is and maybe it goes back to the answers that you already gave, but what's that thing that you're most scared of or top three things that you're most scared of that you know you ultimately have to do to take you and your identity and your life, if you will, to the next level, if that makes sense. Either one of you guys can go. Yeah, I would say, um, I, you know, I'm probably, you know, if, if if scared is the right word, which I think in this case for me, it would be with this answer. I. I'm I'm just scared of of dying and and not not living up to my fullest potential, um, whatever that is. And my potential is not compared to somebody else's. You know, my potential is you know I was put here, and and to some degree I had some emotional handicaps, I had some relational handicaps, I had you know I was I was not. You know, I'm not I wasn't like you guys and I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I didn't have the perfect family situation. That, you know, I didn't I didn't have all of the advantages and I didn't have all that kind of stuff. I went to public school. Right. And um, and, and so, you know, to but to whatever degree that I can um, uh, max out at, I want to max out at that. I don't I personally, you know, I don't I don't know that I have a focus on my six pack abs. I just want to live like I want to live as healthy as possible. You know, I want to, I, I have outlived generations before me. I want to keep doing that, but you know, 
but in that I, I want to be whatever the best is that I could be given all the hand that I was dealt kind of thing. And so, so if it comes down to a, a fear, I guess for me, it would be just in that area. You know, I, I, I want to experience true, uh, true love. I want to experience, you know, the truest, most purest forms of intimacy. You know, I want to, you know, all those things that I wish I would have had growing up. I want to, you know, I want to be the father that, that I wasn't. And I already am. I mean, man, I mean, you know, at least, I mean, my son, he's like, you know, man, that, that guy, he, I, he, I should pay him to be my hype man. I mean, the way he talks about like, you know, me, me as a dad. And I'm just like, dude, if you knew how, and I tell him like, if you knew how inept I am, dude, like, you know, but either way it's, you know, it fine. I mean, if, if that's maximizing my potential as far as being a father, then cool maximizing my potential as far as being a friend, being a husband, being a whatever it is, being, you know, uh, an author, all those kinds of things, whatever. I want to maximize that, that potential. You know, I, I didn't read my first book cover to cover until I was 35 because when I read letters and numbers flip around. Right. And so, and, and yet at the same time, okay, well, you know, damn, I got a couple of books that'll, that'll outlive me with my name on it. Right. I mean, these, I'm, I'm not, these aren't boastful things. I'm talking about how I try to live in the presence of the fear of not living up to whatever potential that I could live up to. Right. And, and so for me, that, that fear is, is, is really encircled around that campfire of just like, man, I want to, whatever the glass ceiling was, I want to have my face pressed against it when I die of like, wow, that dude really, he really outkicked his coverage, man. He really, you know, overachieved for, you know, for, for the cards that he was dealt. That's kind of, that. that's my oh, biggest man. fear. No. And thank you, Jason, before you go, Kirk, that's just a very, appreciate that vulnerability. Uh, Cause I think that just rings so true to, to me too. And I think so many men um, in terms of just living up to your true potential. And I, and as you're saying that, I'm thinking like, what, what is it? Cause it's one of those things where like potential is unlimited. So you're never going to actually get there. But what is it actually? I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, the way I'm kind of taking what you're saying is like, it's actually to live free, which to me is still like a king. It's just like to live free of limits, limiting beliefs, uh, limits to, you know, I feel like it's it's to have abundance in every area of your life and to to be that example for future generations. We're like, shit, my dad do it. Since he can do it, I can do it. You know, and, the, and that just keeps, they just keep, you know, propelling the future generations. I just think that's all about like shedding off, like you said, uh, and, and ending generational stuff is what you're already doing, right? Getting Dude, to your fifties. If, if, if you had awesome. a biscuit, if I had a biscuit, I would sop that up, man, because that's some good stuff. That's some good gravy right there, dude. Freedom. I mean, I just want to be free from all the stuff that tried to hold me down, uh, for everything that that kicked me in the nuts my whole life. I want to be free from all of that, man, and just free to grow to experience to love to all those kinds of things man so absolutely i love that yeah thank you i appreciate that so much jason kicking it over to you what are you most scared of that required you to take it to the next level so to speak i think for me it's really the realization that for me to get to be the best version of myself i can be i've really got to learn to be comfortable in discomfort and vulnerability and be transparent and start being more open and honest about my struggles and my traumas and all the things that have held me back because, you know, way I grew up, it was about not being seen. And I was safe by not rocking the boat and, and, and not getting, getting partnering attention. And so I learned to be sneaky and hide. And the more I get on this path and the, and the older I get, the more I'm realizing my purpose is going to be sharing my deepest, darkest with the world. And it's terrifying. Because we all know we're out in the public eye, trolls are everywhere. And all you got to do is share something sensitive or, or, or vulnerable, and they're on you. And so it's a matter of being able to have enough self-respect and love to go, I don't care what they say, this is for the people who get it. And actually being able to go out and, and just get as vulnerable as possible so that not for me to vent or, or, or any of the, the positives that may come my way, but to be there as an example and, and maybe a, a trail breaker for somebody else that who's been having the same thoughts, having the same experiences, but doesn't want to express them or is terrified like I am to get on a platform and say, Hey, 
I struggled with porn and sex addiction and alcohol and, you know, trauma and, and, you know, complex PTSD and all these different things and actually have those conversations versus pretending like, you know, we used to see from our past generations, like, oh, it's all good. I'm fine. Don't look in the closet. No, I'm good. I'm fine. Keep that door locked. I'm all right. It's fine. You know, actually exposing all the skeletons for the world so that we can start having these conversations. When I think that goes back around to the what Kirk was saying yeah. and what I was saying too, it's just a freedom. It's just easier. And, and I still run into that. I'm, I'm running into that with my current relationship. There's times I'm really direct and really clear. And there's other times that my communication is confusing and I'm, and I'm not trusting that she can handle it. So I'm kind of trying to sugarcoat it. And then it turns into this big fucking thing. And she's like, why don't you just say it that way? Once I get so frustrated and then I say it, she's like, do you realize that we could have just avoided all this stuff? And I'm like, fuck, it's because I'm scared. And that's coming from a, a, my wounded boy and, you know, not wanting to step on my mom's toes because she had so much that she was doing. It's just a pattern of all this shit. And so I just feel like it's, it's getting to the point, like you said, where it's just free, it flows, you're clear. It's just, it's healthy masculinity in my opinion, right? And you're on purpose, you have a few fucks to give, you know yourself and you're just there to impact the world positively and leave it a better place than, than you found it. And then pass the torch to the next generation, right? So anyways, I, I'm just, I'm stoked because I feel like this is a good, good kickoff to individual conversations we're going to have with you guys both. So I'm excited to have you both on the podcast here shortly, but one-on-one, but thank you for just uh, starting things off, setting the tone. Um, and I just, again, it's one of those things where having been on your show already and kind of listened to a bunch of your guys' other shows, I kind of knew that I could just drop into asking some real questions and I appreciate your guys' you know, courage and just being like, yep, this is how it is. This is what we're doing. Just because I think it just shows, it leads, it, you guys are leaders and just showing men how to show up, you know, and that's okay to talk about your feelings. It's okay to be vulnerable and talk about things you're scared of and things that you're working on. So, uh, fellas, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate Thanks you. So much. Absolutely, man. Thank you for everything that you're doing, man. Thank you for showing up. I mean, in your vulnerability and your transparency you were pretty transparent when you were on the on the radio with us um you know and just just your work man i mean it, it takes you know it's, it's like rod tidwell going across the middle man it, you know you can get knocked out doing stuff that you're doing man and and uh you get judged you get watched you get all that kind of stuff and who does he think he is you get all that kind of stuff i already know that and so thank you for being the guy that you are and all the work that you're doing man i mean guys like us need guys like you um, and so, you know, thank you for for standing post on, on your your yeah. your uh, your end of the wall, man. We appreciate you. Uh, absolutely. So all good to be on the same team. That's for sure. Yeah, no, and I mean, have you. We, we, we say <laughs> we're the home for healthy masculinity, but this is healthy masculinity. It's about the collaboration and coming together as squad. You have your different platforms. You got your different books. We've got our different platforms, but we're all here on the same team, going to the same goal. So. This, that's why I love you know what you're doing. I love, I love all the connections, all the all the episodes of your book. I, I love, I'm so happy you got it audible. You know, got it read so I can listen to it driving. Because man, so much better for me. But just the fact that we're all in the same squad. You know, different flavors, but we're all part of the 31 flavors. You know, we're all here trying to make men better, and, and we appreciate you so much for even allowing us to come on your show. Yeah, yeah, helping helping men be better while we simultaneously become better ourselves, right? There's just no better way of doing it. So, uh, you're you're welcome. Thank you in return. Um, just excited, like I said, to have you guys back on and keep digging in. So, keep doing the work that you guys are doing. But how can guys find out about the show? How how can guys find out about each of you? Kind of where where can they go? What's the best way to connect with either one of you two? In uh in Denver, we're uh we're on KLDC twelve twenty, um, and uh and that that uh, airs every Saturday morning at eight a.m. and every Wednesday at six p.m. Uh, you can also find all of those uh, all of those shows on YouTube as well, Facebook. Um, you know, both of our websites are our are, are whole name KirkMSamuels.com for me, and uh when when all the internet worlds interwebs worlds are working, we're also MadmenRadio.com. Um, but you know, like uh, like Coach Prime says, it's CU Wayne hard to find. You you can find who pretty easy to find. So that that's me yep. anyway. Yeah, you can find me at jasonbkendrick.com. We're also YouTube, 
facebook.com forward slash madmen and masculinity you can go on spotify uh, itunes icloud and it's madmenradio.com or just madmen yeah we're having a, a little bit of a url shift contemplation or uh, complexity happening right now so madmen radio will be back up but yeah you can find us pretty much anywhere just type in madmen and masculinity and we'll you'll definitely come up I love it. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for having me on your show. Thanks for being on this show. I'm excited for having you guys both back on individually as soon as we yeah, can. Don't travel too much. We're going to have you back on the show. So don't be too, gone too long. Yeah. Well, I'm always on, on the road. I'm in Austin as of now dating my girlfriend. So back and forth. But yeah, uh, looking forward to, to being back in your guys' good graces. But thank you again. Just thanks for taking the time. Thanks for being real. Appreciate the work thank that you guys so are doing. Love yeah. You, we'll definitely catch up with you soon. Love you guys too. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Definitely go check out jasonbkendrick.com and kirkandsanuels.com, Mad Men Radio, all the good things. I'll put it all in the show notes uh, so you don't have to uh, worry about it. We'll catch up with you soon on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. Take care. Thanks. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at johnnyking and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.